yes thank you all for coming to the tgam wgm that guy's a maniac weekly general meeting um we have a few things that we need to run through uh myself uh, office richie and office farley we have to talk through a few things that have been happening around the office um and uh on people's uh, laptops so we just need to reiterate a few things that have been happening and um get get your heads around our policies uh and things like that um farley do you want yeah. to sort of very quickly remind people um i don't think farley's here office farley do you oh hey, yeah mind <laughs> quickly reminding people uh about tgam and, uh, and like the website and the socials and things like that yeah sure um because it's a really lot of you are spending quite a bit of time on social media at the moment um so please follow that guy's a maniac at that guy's a maniac or one word or lowercase uh and of course that links to the heart of that guy's a maniac www.thatguys.co.uk thank you very much for that so i think uh to point one on our agenda uh we really need to have a little chat about productivity and the massive dip that has happened around people playing wordle yeah so uh you know yes it's a fun game and, and lots of people are playing it and and that was kind of fine is it uh, a game and then you know people were uh kind of competing with each other and you know we don't mind that and they were kind of doing it around the water cooler and then in the common room and then it still spilled into corridors and then there were some anti-wordle people and some pro wonder people and then the anti-wordle people were finding out what the word of the day was and putting that up in the office up in the office and then spoiling it for other people we've had uh two fist fights and we've had to send a couple of people home uh, somebody's got a stapler injury so uh we've taken the decision We'll send an email uh, to everybody after this uh, meeting. But basically, we've updated our policy, and there's not no Wordle to be done as soon as you cross the threshold. No talking about Wordle, no looking up the Wordle, uh, and we don't want to see you posting Wordles on your social media accounts. Yeah, fuck Wordle. <laughs> intro done? Uh, intro done, intro done. Um, but yeah, on a more serious note, uh, so you hate Wordle. Yeah, I don't hate Wordle, but it's one of those things that's taken the world by storm, or, well... The Wordle by storm. <laughs> certainly on my social media. So then I, I kind of ended up having to block the word Wordle, but then also blocking the green and yellow squares. It's really interesting to me, <laughs> and the part is really tempting, because when a game kind of like that kind of goes you know, mainstream, or it feels like it's mainstream and everyone's playing it, yeah. I think it's really fucking selfish and uninteresting to post how you did on your word or you know I think the, I think the app allows you to automatically do it. Yep. But yep, it does it, you know as that's a it's as advertising a, campaign. That's there's the yeah, whole yeah. I mean it's it's genius obviously. But as a you know, as a, a lifelong gamer and um you know, we know not to ever talk to anyone else about games. It, this whole time, you know, <laughs> I, we could have been posting, you know, my achievements just just spamming all my followers with oh i got this trophy i got this achievement um but we're not because we know it's selfish and it's horrible um 
And then all of a sudden, every fucking <laughs> is just so, you know, oh, look how well I did in the world of today. No, nobody cares, mate. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, I know. I, I like, you know, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm tempted to reply to them with my, yeah, well, look, here's my certificate for completing the Pokedex in Pokemon Diamond Pearl. Yeah. Except, yeah, no, no, like, people don't consider Wordle a game. They consider it a kind of lifestyle that's increasing their dialogue and things like that as well. I don't mind, I don't mind them, you know, them doing it. That's fine. It's the, it's the showing off your, your kind of yeah. virtual achievement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm guilty of that. I like, as, as soon as I got, um, my outfits in World of Warcraft, I, yeah. I was, I was pinging pictures up on Facebook and making you post pictures on our social media. Yeah, uh, but that's, yeah. you know, that's fine because if for the three people who follow us, that's presumably <laughs> what they're following us for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just all of a sudden everybody from, you know, people from all over were all of a sudden just posting that. Uh, and, it, and it got to the point which I had to block certain phrases. It got to the point where in between the adverts and people posting their wordle um you, you had to kind of scroll to find a genuine in um vertical piece of social media yeah <laughs> yeah uh, who knew i mean i'm you know chuffed to bits that people are really getting into it um you know it's one of those you know it'll, it, it'll, who knows maybe if it lasts a little bit longer it will be up in the echelons of Tetris and Snake and you know, there's games that kind of crush, cross the threshold uh, into mass uptake um, but yeah, people's behaviour it's, it's, that's what makes me really angry, it's people's behaviour about it yeah, no, like, then, I, like I was having a go at it and um, I did, the, you know it's got a daily tracker as well so you, you have to play it daily to keep your you know your wordle run up or streak wordle streak yeah you know so there's even that sort of gamification in there but yeah it, it's the the sheer amount of time that you can spend on it as well um, it's also very very susceptible to um, false results as well so you can do wordle on your phone and then you can just put a word in straight away and get your, you know, like, oh, I got it first time. And it's just like, there is very little in the way of, um, yeah, like, when people post those things, it's like, fuck you, I, I, don't, I don't believe you did do that the first time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are genuine people, but it, it's so, ugh, I don't know, like, it also does take a, a, a big gulf out your day like looking at that looking at those five letters thinking what could this five letter word be is it moist is it mount i don't mm-hmm. why did my head go there is it penis is it yeah. uh you know it's like yeah is it is it anuses is it mommy's mommy's boobies <laughs> and other freudian things yeah 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 were you, were you saying um you had to delete it because you were thinking about it a lot. Well, it and wasn't. Then, I and then when you were done, there's nothing like, to delete. It's oh, just a browser game. Oh, I wonder what tomorrow's word could be. Yeah, it's it's just another <laughs> daily game 
the same pish that you get in any of your other mobile games, free to play, where you have to do this. There's less ads, don't get me wrong. Um, and yeah, people are using the excuse of expanding vocabulary and all that sort of stuff, but it's... I don't, yeah, I don't mind. People could, yeah, go nuts. I'm glad that some people have, you know, discovered something that, that gives them a wee bit of joy. Um, I'm, I'm not interested in how yeah. it Please, spare me. Otherwise, I will start, you know, digging out my platinum trophy screenshots <laughs> on my PlayStation and just posting them to everyone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the daily achievement of... I suppose it's no different than posting. Look, I managed to cook dinner. Here's my beans on toast. I suppose that's what social media is for. It's just the Wordle has made a, a convenient, silly little pattern that people who play it care about. Yeah. Yeah. I, the playing, I don't have an issue with. The reading, it's the built-in spreading word. Anyway. Yes. What are we going to talk about? We are going to talk right here. We're going to put Wordle aside. The reason <laughs> and point of this episode is some nice evergreen content, uh, <laughs> which is um, we're going to talk about the Mega Drive or the Genesis. Yeah, weirdly. So we've been talking about doing this episode for a while uh, and ever since we started talking about it, you randomly started calling the Mega Drive Genesis for I the know, first time in, your, like, in like, your entire life. Well, no, no, it's not for the first time. Like... Um, we were, when you're, you are often exposed to the Mega Drive being called Genesis on a lot of platforms, not, um, discounting the Switch, which also has Genesis as the, um, uh, what's it called, the name of the system as well. Uh, it has Mega Drive on the front page, but as soon as you go in, all the box art is Genesis, so it's, um... It's uh, it's a thing. Uh, also, just like it's been part of somebody, or it's been part of somebody, being part of the emulation sort of scene. Um, I I know that everybody calls it Genesis. All of the emulators are Genesis something or other, you know. So it, it's it's definitely uh something that exists in my head so when i say genesis it's because it's been um i've been americanized in that yeah. fashion you know i mean it's it is a better name than mega drive mm, i think mega drive definitely suits the um the british public more genesis uh, is it's more exciting like mega is quite exciting but yeah it's a bit played out now. We had it possibly because of the Mega Drive. We had Mega this, Mega that, Mega. Then Drive, so boring. I know, <laughs> I know. Mega, it's to say, it's like a big USB stick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so through the Mega Drive. In yeah. fact, it's not even a big USB stick. It's one yeah. megabyte. Yeah. <laughs> that is a I tiny mean, back in the USB day, stick. Yeah. Back in the day, that would have been huge. You mean? No, uh, no, it wouldn't have been. That is smaller than a floppy disk. A floppy disk is 1.44 megabytes. You're so interesting. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> yeah, well. So, Mega Drive memories. <laughs> yes. Right. So, I think first off, let's. Did you have a Mega Drive? Yes. We did have a Mega Drive. And 
the Mega Drive came out I think in the 1990s and I think it's, my brother got it for his birthday but we got a super, not a super hooky one but it wasn't really legit so I've still got the box for it and What? I, I you had a knockoff Mega Drive? No, we, we had a, there's a local character uh, <laughs> and so the Mega Drive that we have a box for that the Mega Drive came in is, is one for the Auto Beast bundle um, but the one that we got uh, looked like a Mega Drive. I mean, it was a Mega Drive, but it had been modified. And back in the day, that's when basically DRM was, we're going to make our machine a slightly different shape. So the Japanese cartridges were a different shape to yeah, 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 our yeah. cartridges. Yeah. And so the Mega Drive we got had, had you know, some, some clearly garden shed tool modifications. Oh, instead so, of it... Come, yeah, okay. So, so it would fit, so it would fit. And, and God knows what else you might have to do for it to play. Um, uh, I think played Japanese games. Not too sure if it played um, American games. Like NS, NSTC, NSTC, NSTC. Yeah, yeah. Because um, and instead of coming with Altered Beast, it came with uh, Sonic One in a clear plastic mm. box, Ooh. no instruction <laughs> manual, and another clear plastic box with. Uh, Alex Kidding, whatever, I can't remember which one it was because that was entirely in Japanese. Um, which is quite tricky because I don't know if you've played Alex Kidd's games. I only ever played the one um, which uh, was with the Master System. Do you remember the Master System? Yeah, I was going to talk about the Master System later. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it, uh, Alex Kidd in Miracle Land, I think, actually just came built into the system. Yeah, so, like, so I think if you didn't is, have a game, you could just play that. I think this is Wonderland, maybe, but but there's a lot of text in it, and there's, <laughs> I mean, not that it matters because you're randomly choosing. There's a lot of playing rock paper scissors. Yeah. So, but you never, you you know, I guess we worked it out very quickly. Um, but we were just looking at the Japanese characters. So uh, yeah, and, and the cartridges for those two games were not the kind of square edge cartridges; they were round edge cartridges from Japan. So that was um. That was our hooky, that was our hooky Mega Drive. I mean, it lasted a uh, extremely long time. But you, you mentioned the Mega System and, and the Master System, and this is how I think of the Mega Drive. Again, we were in backwards UK land, so and you know, unlike the great American narrative, right, which you read, hear and read about all the time, as the story of video games, it's arcade, it's Atari, it's the crash, Bollocks. So that wasn't happening everywhere. But I remember in our family that the Mega Drive was the first kind of console that had a bit more of a presence about it. So we did have a uh, a NES, but I think we had like three games. I don't remember ever seeing a NES around uh, or for sale or, you know, in what would have been computer shops there. So before video game specialists, you'd go to the hmm. computer shop where you'd buy shit for your Amiga and then there'd be a game section. Yeah, I think I got my... I used to look at Argos catalogs an awful lot and they always used to have NES and Master Systems and things like that. Yeah, so they those didn't really kind of show up in our It was really with the Mega Drive. And so I always think of the Mega Drive, particularly because the games that we were playing, more as a sequel to the Amiga than the Master System. Right, okay, yeah. If you didn't have a Master System, didn't see the Master System. And then some of the games we were playing like... James Pond, Double Dragon, Golden Axe. We'd play the first ones on Amigas, and then when the Mega Drive came out, 
we were playing Double Dragon 2 or next to James Bond. Yeah, yeah. Five. Okay. Like yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I definitely think the. I think the Amiga was 32 bit as well, so it was on a par with the the SNES and the um, what's it called, the Mega Drive. So yeah, yeah. But it's not not really how the games looked. It was just the, I guess for for my family, it's just the chronology of yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you exactly. know, we went for Amiga. Yeah, we had a NES kicking around. Yeah, we had a SNES kicking around in two games. But it was the Mega Drive was the first one that. Um, I remember, you know, there was collectible Sega Mega Drive cards, which I still have. There's like Sonic the Comic came out yeah. and you could get a whole range of games. This was when we started going to Blockbuster. So we first hired Mega Drive games. Um, yeah. yeah. So for yeah. us, it was like the first proper console or the one that we yeah, I think it was the other way around for me. It's like I had the SNES um and played the Mega Drive and then then I got uh, an Amiga and I just got the full Amiga back catalogue and I was like, oh look I can play all these Mega Drive games. <laughs> you know Yeah. Yeah, that's and an interesting a, story, yeah. With yeah. a <laughs> uh going through a gazillion joysticks. <laughs> Yes. Well, that was the other thing. You could just plug your uh, Mega Drive um, joypad into your Amiga, which is quite cool. Let's talk about the Mega Drive, the joypad. Well, first of all, you should really ask me, did I have a Mega Drive? Oh, you've kind of already... Did you have a Mega Drive? No! <laughs> Let's and move who's, on. <laughs> whose episode idea was this? Uh... No, look, I didn't have a Mega Drive, but I did, um, I had a friend and, uh, I did have a friend once, you know. Um, <laughs> I did have a Mega Drive, but I did have a friend. I did have a friend. The lies just keep coming, keep coming, yeah. <laughs> the lies keep coming. No, um. And he saw a Mega Drive once and he would describe <laughs> it to you. Yeah, yeah. In really poetic language. Yeah, and, uh, every single pixel he would describe. You know, just yeah. like eat the colour of it, um, the hue. No, no. Um, you'd, you'd be sat around a bin, burning bin in the streets of the main streets of Scotland, uh, and he'd regale you. <laughs> he'd tell stories of James Pond, this brave fish warrior, through yeah. song, and that's how you uh, experience. He would part. recite the Sonic Two cheat code. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, and what we used to do was swapsies. So I would uh, give him my snes for a week and I would get oh, yeah. the Mega Drive for a week and I mean we did that a few times just to sort of sit down and play the games for yourself so like go around to his house and you know you play Sonic 2 I get stuck playing his Tails you want to play Sonic 2 properly not as the stupid fox that keeps dying or going off the screen you know mm-hmm. uh, so yeah just things like that um, so I did didn't have have the Mega Drive, but I played it a lot. Um, and also, post Mega Drive, I have played a lot of the games as well through other uh, emulation <laughs> means, which we may have touched on before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, of course, the Switch. Uh, yeah, Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And of course, um, I've got that. Uh, I have the other hooky. Um, Mega Drive, you know the little Mega Drive Mini. Oh yeah, the the plug and 
buy one. Except this is like, you know, not the official one. Uh, <laughs> and it's actually got a cartridge slot as well in it as well. Yeah, as I well. think Sega as well. <laughs> I think as Sega well. Um, uh, weren't particularly precious about because it seemed like for a long before, in my mind, before uh, we saw like plug and play Namco collections, plug and play whatever, there's just seem to be multiple different versions of um, Mega Drive ones or ones where you can get like a handful of Mega Drive games. Uh, you know, well before things like NES Mini, SNES Mini, yeah, yeah, uh, and stuff like that. Um, and they've been, yeah, Sega have been really good over the years at releasing compilations. Um, there's the uh, Sonic collection, yeah, it's uh, like there's it's... two of those, which is a great, um, great collection of those games, but also you could unlock other Mega Drive games. Um, Mega Drive Classics they released as well. Yeah, well, I mean, but remember Sega went in a different direction. They they literally went under and said, right, uh, Saturn's the last, you know, console we're going to make. We're done. Or, no, it wasn't Saturn. It was the Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. say, they should have. They should have. Yeah, they should have. I mean, the Dreamcast, like, <laughs> everyone's got fond memories of But, yeah, it was, it was underpowered and under everything. Um, but, yeah, the... It did give us Code Veronica, so we can't. It did give us Code Veronica and it, and those weird uh, memory cards with the LEDs on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Choo Choo Rocket. Which yeah. Always anyway. Yes. So Sega went in a different direction, and um, they we they became a lot more like okay, we'll just release our software on every platform. So that's why mm-hmm. they, you know they went that that Nintendo weren't going to do that. They're still pushing out hardware, so. And this is uh, kind of timely because they've just sold their arcade division. Have they? Okay. Yeah, which is really sad because, um, you know, they kept churning out decent, <laughs> decent in a couple of the magazines that I read. Yeah, there's an arcade paragraph basically, um, <laughs> and you go to proper arcades or well, arcades which are well looked after, even in the backwards UK. Still, they were still kicking out some fantastic arcade games, um, and yeah, I think Japan's going to feel very different as well. Well, depending on what happens, but yeah, it was one of the nice things of walking around Japan is you'd see Taito and Sega signs and arcades on every corner. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like felt like you were walking back in time. Anyway, okay, so thanks for your story. So the Mega Drive Pad, let's talk about that. Yes. Um... I think, of course, the first thing you do is you compare it to the SNES pad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's probably going to be me saying a lot of comparisons to SNES in this uh, episode, as you can imagine, um, based on that starting story as well. Um, I definitely preferred the SNES pad over the uh, Mega Drive pad. I always fe- felt that that um, loose... Um, D-pad, which is quite yeah. similar to how the Xbox 360 first. Remember, they used to get complaints about the Xbox 360 pad yeah. being awful. It's the same thing, you know. Uh, that used to bug me an awful lot. Um, so I would say that I didn't like that. However, it did have a bit more of a roundedness to it. 
um, and it had those little tail fins that you could rest your um, third finger, ring fingers on. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Um, so you know how uh, Xbox, PlayStation, all that sort of stuff, they have the two handles that you sort of hold on to. Yeah. Whereas the Mega Drive had the, um, what was it called? It had just two little tail fins. It was curved and it had... Like a boomerang. Yeah. But you could actually just sort of rest your fingers on that. And that, that made it nice-ish to hold. But those six buttons and the L buttons at the top, I don't know. I find that I think the, the control pad was too, too big, too hard to use. Six buttons? Yeah. They only had three on the face, right? Uh, no, it had uh, A, B, C, X, Y, Z. Uh, maybe a hooky one did. No. <laughs> Are you looking up a Mega Drive control pad now? I'm, no, I'm just looking at the Mega Drive control pad you can buy. Oh, okay. For the Switch. Yeah? Yeah, ABC. ABC? Is that all it has? Yeah. Well, maybe I'm, I'm thinking of third-party controllers then. Or... Hmm... Anyway, to do talk, I, I want to check something very quickly. <laughs> Is it how many buttons the Mega Drive control? So, um, <clears throat> given what you just said about how the Mega Drive fitted in, fat in with your uh, cutting your teeth as a gamer, um, I would think it was the other way around. So for me, it, it still affects me today. Um, the I was much happier with the three buttons rather than the two and two that the SNES had. And I still have issues with it in some games on the Switch if I'm switching between the gamepad and Joy-Cons for some reason. Yeah. I'm never 100% sure where X or Y, which one's X and which one's Y. Um, <laughs> tracing it back, I think, to the Sega the Sega days. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good pad. And although the, the soft D-pad... Um, was rubbish for some games. It was quite good for other times as well. So I found it easier to do your Hadoukens and whatnot, uh, but then I found it much harder when you just want to walk, particularly that golden axe, where you just want to walk straight. You don't want to drift up or drift down or jump off the tree. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so I'm, I'm having a little look into the controllers um i i, I do I, I get what you're you're saying as well like i think um there was different ways to sort of play with the controller um and yeah like doing hadoukens on those ones absolutely i know exactly what you're saying you can get used to it but i don't know i think the low profile and being able to sort of smoothly sort of run your finger across the the pad as opposed to uh, keeping your finger static and moving around I don't know I there are pros and cons to both um, so yes looking at the controllers we're both right the controllers no, no, no we're not both right yeah no we are um, no we're not 
the controller that you get with the Mega Drive yeah. is ABC only. Yeah. But Sega have official models, official, not third-party hooky ones, which have the XYZ as well. Next you'll be saying turbo buttons are legit as well. No, 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 absolutely not. No, no, no. This is... Yeah. No. Let's talk about the three buttons. OG. Please stop. You, you're... I, I am genuinely right here. Please don't. <laughs> they both came with both. I know that you do get hooky ones. And I actually found the hooky one that I remember playing with, which had, instead of the XYZ buttons, it had these sort of flat start select buttons yeah. above them minging and yes it had like turbo and shit like that on it but no um, there was Mega Drive um, 6 button controllers look it up it's a thing it's official um, I don't know why what games would use it um, I think it was maybe fighty games or something like that because things like um, Street Fighter you had um, you had to have 6 buttons at least including the um shoulder buttons so in SNES you would get the light punch, hard punch medium punch medium kick, heavy kick and heavy punch would be the shoulder buttons so I I think it was they brought in more buttons and eventually that means that they had 8 buttons you know more more than the, the SNES but trust me it was definitely a thing Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's a thing, but it's not. It's like you know, talking about dual shot pads. We talk about the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, it, yeah. it's uh, it's like uh, the dolphin, the wave controller for the. You know, it wasn't official. Like, yeah, no, it was official. It came from Nintendo, but it didn't come with the. the uh, no, it's a, it's a iteration, a later. Thing. Yeah. So just, um, and that's why I remember it. Like, I remember it with the six buttons, that's all. Mm. Which I think came out with the... One of the models. Yeah, I think, like, the Mega Drive 3 or something like that, or... Mega Drive yeah. 2 with the 32-bit CD, or Mega CD or whatever. Yeah, yeah, with the <laughs> arcade. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but let's not go into too much about that, because... Is that interesting to talk about? Did you have the Mega CD or did you have the? No, no. Did you have the Mega Drive Two? <laughs> no, we didn't. Uh, and I don't think there was much reason to get it. I. There was none. There was zero. My mate, he was, or my friend by then, my mate. Uh, he uh, he actually sold his Mega Drive to get the Mega Drive Two. Oh yeah, the different iterations. I think that's. Yeah. And like they had, you know, there's a bit of colour to the Mega Drive too. But the um, Sega CD or the Mega CD and uh, what's the other, the other shit you could attach to it as well? Um, like, because you could get the Mega CD for the original Mega Drive as well, and it made uh, it was like a big platform that it sat on. Yeah. And then the Mega Drive Two. It was basically like DJ decks. You had your Mega Drive 2 and then next to it you had the Mega CD and you had to sort of put it onto the platform. So the Mega CD had the 
this raised box on the right hand side and then a flat platform that you plugged your Mega Drive 2 into. Yeah. Yeah. I was just looking at the number of titles because I... It's really only through emulation that I've touched anything on the mm -hmm. uh, Sega CD. Uh, what, 32 acts? There's 205 Sega CD titles. 57 were Japan only. 39 were North America only. 5 were Europe only. 5? Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. Europe only, okay. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk about that. It was on, it was on my list. Um, and I don't know if I appreciated it at the time. No, we definitely didn't. It's because we, we didn't have enough exposure. But, like, there was genuinely UK people churning out games. Um, yeah, there were a lot of there were a lot of UK only games. Um, but they made I don't it, know. You know, that's that's quite cool. You know. Yeah, including I was, I was looking down the big list on the Wikipedia. This is how in depth our research is. On the Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like three out of four of the Micro Machines games didn't come out outside uh, of Europe. Okay, that's quite interesting. Yeah, which is perhaps why. Uh, it's not spoken of uh, with the same regard when you hear uh, American people talking about their quality games. Yeah. Because we had five of them, I think. Uh, all but the first one uh, with Japan and America. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't appreciate that. Um, but obviously that, uh, again, well, it fits in nicely with my family story about Mega Drive and that, and that it was something we come across a lot more rather than you know going to your local computer shop and there being two SNES games neither of which you'd heard of <laughs> oh, do you want to punt so whatever it was 60 quid on this game with some curious box art you know could be really good could be awful could be Stunt Race FX could be Street Fighter 2 yeah um, <laughs> How many games, if you don't know, do you reckon the Mega Drive had over its lifetime? Uh, 400. 713. Okay. Yeah. More than I thought. But yeah. I did, uh, and I, I know sort of this about the PlayStation a lot, I look back to the PlayStation as um, a platform where there seemed to be they're just experimenting with all kinds of different games. And I think the same is kind of true of the Mega Drive as well. Um, although a little bit more <laughs> a little bit more restricted. So most things were some kind of platformer. Yes. The vast majority of things. Well, the games and most of them were like ocean platformers as well. The licensed yeah. ones that we've talked yeah. about before, yeah. But you could get many different flavours and styling of platformer. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We weren't really into sports games at all. I think we maybe played one of the NHL games, like <laughs> NHL '95. Um, but yeah, we mostly played it for uh, the other kind of you know, micro machines, and then the rest are different degrees of a character is walking on a platform. Sometimes you're punching other characters in the face on that platform. Sometimes you're collecting beams or seven up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So let's uh, talk about the games. Let's talk about the games. 
Um, should we get the big one out of the way? The big one... Big one? Okay, go on. Yeah. Well, Sonic. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, I have more memories of Sonic 2 than I do of Sonic. Yeah, we... I don't know. We had... We had this hooky Sonic 1, which was in English, uh, on a Japanese cartridge. And then I think maybe we didn't have Sonic 2, but then we had... Definitely had Sonic 3 and Sonic Knuckles. Um... The other ones, I don't remember. I played Mean Bean Machine much, much, much later. I don't think <laughs> played at the time. Uh, was there another one? Sonic Spinball? Yeah, I uh, mean, let, let's just stick to Sonic the platform rather than the spin-off games. Yeah. yeah. Um, great games? Yeah, I, I suppose, like, my that, that was the game that I always wanted to play. That was the one, like, can I borrow your Mega Drive? I'll give you my SNES. Um, <laughs> because I basically wanted to play Sonic 2 and I, I do remember like just staying up ridiculously late in the in, in the um, in the morning just basically fucking around with the um, Sonic 2 level editor cheat thing oh you're one of those yeah I just spent so <laughs> long and it was so so fun to put that cheat code in because you had to like listen to certain tracks in the BGM yeah. you know so like um, what does it stand for big game music background music background music okay big game music, <laughs> big game music. <laughs> like big band music except for you got, the game <laughs> you got BGM and then your sound effects is LGM big game music and then the little noises are little game music <laughs> right anyway um, so you used to just choose those different things and you'd have to listen to each one and then you go back for it. I can't even remember what the code is but then, then it opens up this massive um, just back end to the whole of Sonic 2. Choose whatever level you want to go into, you press a button, you turn into things, you can make all of the items that are part of that level. So each level had its own selection of items that you could turn into and create and place. And yeah, that, that was cool. Um, I did, um, did enjoy that an awful lot. I got Sonic 2 on the 360 as well. Mm-hmm. Do you remember it came out um, like as a separate thing by itself? Yeah, yeah, and then for a while, I think I think there's some... You still find them on the uh, Nintendo eShop. They, it's almost like they licensed... Uh, They'd kind of be called stuff like arcade classics through another company. Okay. Nintendo did the same as well on its own machine. Um, but yeah, I remember uh, a lot of the Sega, uh, a lot of the Mega Drive stuff you'd be able to buy. But it was it was a weird selection of it. It wasn't yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, on Steam they've got a similar thing where it's like buy it or get, you get the Genesis for free. The Genesis, mm-hmm. that's probably why I call it this Steam. Um, <laughs> you get the Genesis thing there, and um, basically that gives you a platform to then spend £1.79 on a, a selection of, yeah. um, what's it called, uh, Mega Drive classics, like Kid Chameleon and all that sort of stuff. You know? Yeah, none of which I play. <laughs> Shinobi <laughs> I didn't play, Kid Chameleon I didn't play. Um, I played Kid Chameleon, yeah. Uh, uh, but I think it was like one of these ones that you rented 
you know. What was the other... There's a jumping Capcom man. Strider? Strider, yeah. Yeah, didn't play that either. I think I played the sequel to it, the 3D one on the, on the 360. And enjoyed it. Because I used to like Strider as a character in Marvel vs. Capcom 2. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there, there are a couple of characters that like, oh yeah, I think I went to, you know, the uh, Christ, the Red Devil guy in Marvel vs. Capcom. The Red Devil guy? Yeah. Um, is this Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Uh, I don't know. One of them. Is it Wait. not um, Omega X? Crimson Dynamo? No, no, no. Omega Supreme? Or... Literally a red devil guy. A red devil guy? Okay, yeah, yeah. Let me let me check the roster and tell me about the red devil guy. <laughs> or just touch in red devil guy. <laughs> Not coming up. Red... red no, no, go on, go on, go on. Tell me about him. Red Arama? Red Arama? From... Demon's Crest. Right, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I saw him in Marvel's Camp 1. Like, Ooh, who is he? <laughs> yeah, play, yeah. You can play his game on the SNES emulator on the Switch. And it's really fucking hard. Yeah, probably. A lot yeah. of these games were ridiculously hard. And, and I think that's what um, I remember a lot about the... Um, What's it called? The the SNES being the sort of um, the the kids version, and the Mega Drive being the the grown up version. Um, and I think it was partly because there was a difficulty curve with a lot of these games as well. Not that they were good; they were probably quite yeah. shite, you know. Well, I'd, um, you know, I'd say to those people back in the day, go jump onto your Switch and go and play the first five minutes of Demon rest on the snares. You start in a caged arena with a huge dragon. <laughs> just fireballs you to death before you work out what you're supposed to do. Anyway, um, Sonic. I really like that series. Um, yeah. And there's a lot about it which kind of became the Sega hallmark. Right? The big, bold colours, uh, the amazing music. Um, you know, that kicking off with the Sega, yes. uh, which you know, still get a bit tingly about uh, <laughs> when I hear it these days. Yeah. And um, it's really, oh, I would say it was, it's less hard now, but it's really hard if you'd been used to, you know, played Sonic 1, then 2, then 3, and Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, and then when you went back, it was quite hard to play 1. Because you didn't have the down spinning, you know, the charge up spin. Yep. Uh, you didn't have the temporary shield. Genuinely, um, it was worth getting like all of those extra things that were added in, and yeah, hundred percent, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the, you know, despite the fact that Sonic's all about speed and you've got to go fast, some of those levels are really slow. The second um, world, I guess you call it. Yeah. Uh, is it Marble Garden? Maybe. Um, it's really slow. It's you pushing a block onto some lava, standing on the block, watching it slowly go across, <laughs> jump off. Then you've got like the falling spikes in the ceiling. Wait for those to oh, go down. Oh, God, yeah, Wait yeah, for yeah. them to go up, jump up, 
Um, whereas, you know, later games is all about, well, go right as fast as you can. Sometimes we'll send you left if we're crazy. Yeah, um, you'll swirl around and... Yeah. yeah. No, no, like... One thing I would say is, like, I obviously had played Sonic 2 an awful lot. Because when I played it on the 360, I did... I did die out a fair bit, but I got to the, you know, um, Cyber Sonic and um, Robotnik final boss. So it was good, but certainly did not collect all of the Chaos Emeralds or anything like that. Mm. Did you did you ever do that first time round in the Sonic 2? Uh, I'm not too sure about Sonic 2. Sonic 3, we actually we, we did kind of oh, yeah, okay. um, yeah. put in... <clears throat> a lot of time to do all of that business. Uh, Sonic 1, I can't remember if we did, and there's some really nice with the Mega Drive collection, uh, which is released on a number of platforms. Uh, the emulator, or well, the emulator is like a 90s bedroom. Yes, um, yes, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's really cool because you've got your game selection on the right hand side, uh, and you've got your game posters up, and you can choose you know, what level of CRT fidelity you want when you're playing your games but what's really cool is there are a whole bunch of challenges for these different games uh, and one of them because there aren't all four sonic games on there for whatever mad reason maybe unlock them i don't know i've not put a huge amount of time into it but one of them is basically you have to get uh every chaos emerald as soon as you can yeah. so you know one in act one one in act two one in and then one in Act 1 and Act 2, or Act 1 and Act 2, so you, yeah, you can be... Uh, Supersonic as quick as you can, and it, it's yeah. underwhelming. A little achievement pings. Yeah, yeah that's, that'd be quite a difficult check, because, you know, it's heartbreaking when you, if you know the level layouts and you lose your rings seconds yeah. before you hit that thing. Or if you're going so fast, the big ring appears at the end of level and you can't get back in time to jump through it. Yep. <laughs> which happens uh, well, I think it's Sonic 2 isn't it the, the, in Sonic 1 you go to the zone zone over the checkpoints I don't long. think Sonic 1 had Super Sonic did it it didn't have Super Sonic but it had the that had the weird um, maze type minigame with the really trippy background where there'd be like rainbow ducks uh, and you'd be <laughs> desperately try to channel a rolling Sonic, and then in Sonic 2 it's the famous half pipe uh, to get your KS Emeralds, and then in um, Sonic 3 was that 3D Red Bull madness. <laughs> You're running on a huge planet, and you've got to turn all the red balls, all the blue balls, red. Oh God! Um, but then you have to do in order to. So the, you know, sometimes there'll be a line of them, so you just run straight to the line. Uh, but sometimes there'll be a square, so you'd have to do the outside of the square to turn all the inside ones into rings in order to get, yeah, super, super stressful. Um, yeah. Cool. So yeah, I do like the Sonic games. They do like the trajectory on the Mega Drive, and then kind of loses, loses its way after that, and that, I, and that loses me as well. I think I came back to the series with Sonic Heroes, Sonic Rush. Fuck, I mean, I, I haven't even bothered coming back to the series because all it is is, ugh, I don't know, I just, there is a bunch of furry characters. Um, I think the closest I've come back to the Sonic series is um, All-Star Racing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it's very good. Yeah, yeah. We've said it's our favourite kart racing game because you could co-op it and earn experience. Um, yeah. Really yeah, yeah, fun. no, it's a, it's a good kart game. Um, um, but yeah, like I think because I I never got Sonic Three and I only ever played the Sonic Two with Knuckles once. I thought that was so cool that you got the cartridge that you plugged into another cartridge and hey, yeah, you can now play it as Knuckles and like no way, this is cool. Yeah. And then you play it and you're just kind of like, mm, I kind of wish it was Sonic. Uh, <laughs> but still, that is quite a cool um, add-on to the game. Yeah. Yeah, and literally an add-on. Yeah, We've talked yeah. far too much about Sonic. There was more games uh, than Sonic on the Mega Drive. Is there anything else you want to say about Sonic? The, what else do I want to say about Sonic? Apparently Sonic Generations is really good. I think about um, getting that. Yeah, I'd like to try it. Me and my brother won Christmas again after late into the night we're trying maybe Sonic 2 and those games aren't as easy as perhaps people think yeah yeah no no it starts to get really difficult when everything is lava and lasers and or drowny very drowny Drowny, yeah. Or bottom of the screen. That's it. Sorry, I'll stop. And the bosses. Yeah, no, the bosses were really, really tough. I remember spending a long time on Robotnik. And just like. that is really, really brutal because you. you you struggle with um, Cyber Sonic, yeah, and then immediately after <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. are onto Robotnik, and you used to have to you're tease just, it. You were just, you're just teasing juggling it, juggling that one ring, one ring, that yeah, entire, exactly. <laughs> entire fight. You no. get to Cyber Sonic, you're like, yeah, I've got fifty-eight rings. <laughs> oh no, I've been hit. Oh shit, I only managed to get one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you're just like, right, okay. You're just hoping it doesn't bounce off the screen or, or you know, it slowly flashes away. Yeah. Anyway. On the other side of Robotnik, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what was good about those is the first time, you know, there's very good, uh, with most Robotnik consequences, struggle the first time you get there. And then once you work it out, you can do it really quickly. You know, yeah, I know. So. That was the thing. It's like, you used to take more risks. Like, yeah. where you would, like... You would uh, the first time you do it, you'd hit Robotnik once, and then you'd hide, let him yeah. do about three or four do his, of his, yeah, <laughs> do his pattern, and then when it was safe, yeah. By the end, you're like, oh, actually, I can get him get three times on the three way times, in, and I can get <laughs> yeah. him again on this one, and then yeah. I only need to hit him one more time, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, cool. Good, Sonic, good games. Yeah, yeah, it was a good game, absolutely. I don't think um, it can be recaptured. That's the problem with all of these extra new games and Sonic 4s and all this sort of stuff. It's just, like, it was of its time. Um, and let's just move on. I don't know. Rush was very good. And as I've said many times, um, the Lego Dimensions Sonic bit <laughs> is probably the best recent Sonic game that I've played. There's a proper love letter to it all. So, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Super fun. Uh, give us a game. Space Harrier 2. Space Harrier 2. See, I only played Space Harrier 1 
on the Amiga. Okay. And then on the every Amiga? now, okay. <laughs> yeah, every now and then, uh, because it's one of those games that, that is synonymous with the Mega Drive and that era of yeah. games. Um, so I try it, and it's just really hard. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> okay, it's so hard. so so hard, uh, and that's the thing. Like, um, it was one of these ones again. I think my mate had like two games at the start and one yeah. of them was Sonic 2, the other one was Space Harrier 2. <laughs> and Space Harrier, oh, like, the wonder of that game is when you do manage to get past the horrible... It's basically a first-person bullet hell. Um, <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's so... It's a first-person bullet hell where, uh, yeah, basically where someone is holding forward for you in time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like so, you just need to sort of swivel around, um, but you're rewarded by fucking crazy trippy stuff. It's like, oh, I've got past this enemy. Now, okay, it's a giant floaty head, and oh, it's sending slime trees at me. I'm just like, what the fuck is this game? The things that you fought and shot, just the proper. It's just like. It is that was like the introduction to crazy Japanese culture, you know? Just this is fucking mental, you know? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, very um, very late eighties, early nineties. That's when it was released. Um, just trippy, yeah. You know, Completely why you would do? Somebody, yeah. What Some... is this like? There's mountains in the background, but then you know, here's a a snake made up of women's heads. Yep. (laughs) A three-faced floating turtle. Yeah. I mean, was there ever any pretense of a story? Yeah. I wonder what the um, story in the book (laughs) book it was. I probably look at that. Well, I mean, yeah. Like the the box art has this sort of straight-laced. guy in a red suit and it does have a giant floating lady head uh, with a snake um, but like yeah like cyclops mammoths and oh god it was all okay. just okay yeah do you want the I've looked up the instruction book do you want the okay good, good 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 yeah, give us the premise Very Space Harry 2 there's three paragraphs but I won't, won't read all three the year is 6236 okay that's quite quite far in the future <laughs> Yeah, no, no 28x here. Just like it straight into 62 places. Space is your battlefield, and destructive forces your enemy once again. As Space Harrier confronts another crisis, Space Harrier Two. His, his name time. is Space Harrier. <laughs> Space Harrier. Yeah. I wish it was he, Space Harry. <laughs> is, I mean, is that the name of his unit, or, or you know, was he Land Harrier? Is that the um, name of his unit? Space. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this was maybe uh, that was what the lives are. It's like yeah, yeah. But it's kind of weird because the game is Space Harrier Two, which is you know, named after the guy. But anyway, no, only this time, it's named after Sonic. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, only this time, the call for help comes from somewhere deep in the universe, the two hundred fourteenth sector, which is light years from your cruiser. Apparently, on a ship. However, you're armed with the cosmic gate, special teleportion. Device teleportation device so you're there in moments and what you see is disastrous fantasy land is unrecognizable 
What's clearer, enemy forces, lots of them coming at you from everywhere. There's only you and your laser. This is going to be a tough assignment at which to succeed, whether your rapid fire is on or off. There we go. Yeah. Rapid fire? Was that endorsing the turbo button? Uh, I can't remember. You played it. I, I did not play it very successfully at all. Yeah, no, I I do remember like rattling the buttons and things like that. Uh, and yeah, all I remember is we really spent ages struggling to get past certain enemies and as you did your reward was oh my god there's giant easter island heads floating towards us how do i beat the giant floating easter uh, island heads you know yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah it, it's a it's a very very crazy game um nothing really like it today uh i mean you get remakes oh, i suppose res res is probably a uh, I yeah, think. and all the it's Jeff Minter today. games, right? All those Jeff Minter games have that that same wackiness. I, I think they've got more of a, a British wackiness. Yeah, yeah, you it's know, Jeff, the like the only reason those Jeff Minter games are wacky in that fashion is because British people think it's fun to say the word llama, llamatron. Oh look, there's a spice llama. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. I, everything about me wants to hate them, but um, they are good games. Yeah, they are. They are one. Lamatron is solid. Is that the one that you played? Uh, I think so, yeah. I lose track because it's still cracking them out. Revenge of the Mutant Camels. That was the other one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Space Harrier. Is it co op? Uh, I. I feel like it was, but um, every screenshot I've looked at, there was not two people on it. So I guess it was maybe a life each co-op. You know how they used to do games like that? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it's kind of like Mario and Luigi in um, Super Mario World. Remember when we played that? I still have that save file, by the way. We should continue on from there. Yeah, good. Finish it off. Right, uh, one of my games, and a game that I've mentioned many times before. I think it's one of my Desert Island Discs with a K uh, selection. <laughs> um, but I've learned some new information about it today. So my... Yeah, it's, this is my first... So the, the Mega Drive was my brother's. So this is my first... You know, my game. And I don't know why I picked it. I think it was a limited selection of Blockbuster. I like the box art. Um, it's Faithful Labyrinth. Did you know, Rishu, that uh, the Mega Drive um, could go online? I did not. So, uh, in Japan, there were plans to release it in America, but it never came out. Uh, there's this thing called the Sega MegaNet. And so there were a bunch of... Uh, you'd buy the kind of MegaNet, essentially, like your modem. And there were a bunch of MegaNet-exclusive games that you could download uh, to play. And there were a couple of games you could play online it's kind of like no. the euros maybe sorry a little bit like the euros the net euros yeah wasn't that a dev playstation well there was a playstation that you no no you could buy it went online and you could share code with each other and make little games that's why yeah. you got those net euros games it was more for 
geeky cody people to have a playstation to play with yeah well it was yeah it was sold as a you know now you can make your own yeah um so that's how that's how fatal labyrinth started its life so there are a whole bunch i'm sure hopefully emulated people have saved them there are a whole bunch of games that never got a cartridge release i own sega mega net only yeah, Fatal Labyrinth is a cool rogue game, dungeons, planet sort beasties to fight through. Yeah. Tough as nails. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, got bundled into the Mega Drive collection. Uh, I occasionally play it. Uh, Sorry, what was it called? Fatal Labyrinth. Fatal Labyrinth. All oh, right, okay. I, for some reason, I thought that was like <laughs> the the name of the sort of uh, thing that you logged into. Okay, so that was the actual name of the game. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Never it started. Yeah. Started as a DLC downloadable game, and uh, uh, when it came over here, it got a cartridge release. Oh, it's a Cinderella story. Yeah, and I remember the really one of the really fucky things about it so uh, you know you would have pallet swap enemies and it's quite cool because when you picked up you start off with a leather helm and then when you picked up a steel helm or whatever your little character model would change yeah. with those love that um, yeah <laughs> those little details um, and there'd be scrolls and potions to pick up um, but sometimes there were uh, potions that would screw with you as well oh okay Briggy dancing body like uh, yeah challenging I've never beaten it I will never do apparently there aren't that many flaws oh, uh, to, yeah um, it's a bit of luck it's a rogue like. so that was my first my first uh, Mega Drive game that I owned uh, purely picked because of the box <laughs> the box because <laughs> that's literally all we had to go on uh, Cool. Yeah, no, I kind of I remember that. But yeah, I think it's yeah, like you talked about that exact game. I don't know why I mixed up a fatal labyrinth there. I just brain farted entirely. Yeah. There we go. Cool. Um. Now, one other thing, when I was looking into um, Mega Drive games, there was a lot of light gun releases. Mm. Do you remember, or did you have um, the uh, light gun for the Mega Drive? The Menacer, yeah. We uh, friend down the road had it, um, and it was cool. The Menacer. Uh, yeah, the Menacer. <laughs> um, and for years, I, well, until until I downloaded the Mega Drive Classic Collection for the Switch, I thought that was Toe Jam and Earl's genuine game so the, the menacer came with i think five or six games um, yeah three of which were utter trash i remember that there was one um where you had to squash bugs so you'd move the menacer around like a spotlight really bad yeah. uh <clears throat> but there's a game called ready aim tomatoes which was toe jam and earl <laughs> themed wow <laughs> it's like very wacky emphasis on the wacky and that was that was Brilliant, yeah. And like I say, I I thought that when people talked about Toe Jam and Earl, I thought they were talking about that game. Um, <laughs> and then when I actually played 
one of the Toe Jam and Owls, Escape from Funky Town or whatever it's called. Uh, I was like, what, what the hell is this game? It's like a roguelike game? Where is the uh, tomato stuff? remember the other uh, game but I do remember we we uh what was the NES one uh Super Scoop and uh no oh the Super Scoop for the SNES yes yeah that was the um uh, there's the bazooka one that you had on your shoulder yeah, yeah what happened scoop. to ridiculous light guns like that how can we just ended up with pistols and i guess the wii one was quite good because the the menace was like a crazy yeah it like had the, had the kickback thing that you put on your shoulder as well yeah and the <laughs> and the, and the binoculars you that you yeah, top. Yeah. yeah uh and then the super scope was like that shoulder mounted thing it was i the super scope was absolutely nuts and it was weird because like the games that you got for it were blastrous, basically Tetris, that <laughs> uh, you shot the blocks away. Um, there wasn't really much in the way of shooty shooty that came with the Nintendo scope. Yeah, but looking at these guys, I can't remember any of Rockman Zone. You shoot criminals, you know, like a like a yeah the police shooting gallery. Um, yeah. There's a breakout game, Whack Ball. Whack ball. Wow. Yeah. You shoot the ball and so fast. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, light gun games. Uh, on on the Genesis Mega Drive. The Menacer. That's so cool. Uh, like I, I actually just had a note about the light gun games, I remember that. Then you said the Menacer and it just straight uh, it hit me right in the nostalgia. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I forgot that that was a thing, and then yeah, that was an amazing piece of kit. Yeah, well, you know, Sega haven't had a uh, Super Smash Brothers to to keep the name Menacer in your consciousness, like we. Yeah, exactly. Smash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rob the robot, which uh, I wouldn't even have yeah. thought about, except that Smash Brothers is constantly telling me about it that it exists. Mister yeah. Game and Watch, etc. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, other games. I mean, I don't want to go into too much depth about things like Alter Beast and uh, Golden Axe. We, we, we've touched on them as much as they need to be. They were good. Um, they were this 3D, uh, 3D, 2D platformers. Um, is there anything you I'd really still noticed? like in our the fantasy world where we actually play co-op games together. I'd like you and I to give Golden Axe 2 a good go. Golden Axe 2? Okay. Yeah. Uh, those games are fun. And I like yeah, the... Yeah, I like, I, I like them as well. I kind of feel that... Do you remember the Capcom game pack? Did you did you get the Capcom game pack? No, I didn't. No. Yeah, like, all of the games in that I, I consider a lot more fun than Golden Axe in some cases as well. Definitely. I think because I like I like that um, in my mind, Golden Axe and Streets of Rage are, you know, like the they're synonymous with each Fallout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the Fallout in the Skyrim of uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, 
<laughs> and you know there were shared elements like uh you know i paid chickens um but what i liked about golden axe 2 is the magic system but um the little i think they had it in golden axe 2 the little bonus stages where you would kick the shit out of those little goblins yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be panicky because you knew they were only on the screen for a certain amount of time yeah uh really help you to kick them to get health and potions but it was really difficult to do it because they were moving between the planes and you were desperate trying to move between the planes as well um, but I think with those games Golden Axe Streets of Rage probably most of the ones on there the Capcom pack you talked about then unless you remember them really well they're not really games you can kind of just like drop in and out of you have to learn you know your best strategies uh, um, yeah, to no, get through yeah. it uh, I think, yeah. and it helps if you're playing co-op uh, yeah. to keep each other going and um, also you know for the, for the crowd control um, yeah. so yeah it's, it's like a genre of game that's really hard to play on your own um, uh, I mean they were super make- forgiving with those Capcom packs because they were supposed to be like the arcades and therefore I was kind of like do you want to just play it with the uh, infinite credits I'm like cool yeah I'll do that get to the end of the game consider myself happy to have uh, played through it, yeah, I might not have played brilliantly, <laughs> yeah. but it's less of a uh, less hanging over. Yeah, and plus, I mean, that's the thing with those games was there was no password system, there was no saving. It was you put in your quarter. I was about to say, yeah, you put in your yeah, you know, your quarter, and then you you get your life. You know, you yeah. you're fifty p. Yeah. Unless you keep pumping money in, you're not going to get to the end, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, I, you know, I played Golden Axe uh, all the way through, played Golden Axe 2 all the way through. I put it on the other day and, you know, you get to... The way those games work is the guys at the end of the first level end up just becoming, you know, your mid-boss. You're just in a fight with the boss. Um, but the first time you come across them, you just got utterly destroyed, you know? They hit you twice and you're dead. You're like, Christ, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, she's just, don't get hit is the strategy. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Like to, yeah, like you, a... you need to learn these ridiculous... And the thing is, they're not even consistent either because they, they wouldn't have just normal patterns. They would hunt you out, which, you know, you hmm. had to lure and, like, that's the yeah. thing. Like, when you they could also... Up, yeah, fixate on one they of They could also you. disappear off the screen. <laughs> Yes. For a bit. Yes, that happens okay. a lot in those Capcom games. Straight up, Not you too are... too sure where you are. Oh, okay, mm. you've moved to the plane below and you can hit me even though I'm not going to say Yeah. Yeah, Golden Age and uh, Streets of Rage. Golden Age? Golden Axe and Streets of Rage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pretty much the same. Streets of Racks. Golden Age. <laughs> Golden, Golden Age and Streets of Racks. Uh, of course... For a short time, you were Streets of Rage 2's single-player mode world champion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that anymore? Belly Big Balls. I I, like, I've got people like you to tell everyone else it's fine. Interestingly, with both of those, I prefer the second game to the third game. Uh, yeah, I think um, they made the changes you wanted in the sequels. And then the third one, they just felt they had to make changes. Um, so it kind of deviated away from what you wanted it to be. Which yeah. happens with lots of games. 
Shall we talk about another game? Yeah. Have you Slay. heard of a little title called Mortal Kombat? No. <laughs> Ugh, it's just an interesting thing because uh, one of the things, um, one of the arguments that often comes up when you're talking about SNES versus Mega Drive <laughs> is... How often are you having an argument? That's nice. oh, I mean, in your head on, on me in my head constantly no but um, on like internet forums and <laughs> stuff too. like that and yeah. uh, Mortal Kombat tends to be this weird benchmark um, so the first one was unequivocally better on the Sega systems purely because they had blood and gore Nintendo didn't allow that at that point and then then Mortal Kombat 2 came out and Nintendo went miles ahead um, as the better version faster better got the blood in it all you know smoother so you can do like these comparisons on YouTube and people talk about that so an interesting point I I think I played Mortal Kombat 1 on the um, uh, Mega Drive and I think I remember it was a little bit uh, queasy, it's like oh, oh, all the blood, all the blood, this is a bad boys game, do you know what I mean? Or like a naughty boys game. Yeah, naughty boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then I got it on the media. <laughs> With, on the six discs but we shan't go into too much depth about that because uh, <laughs> season one uh, I think I said it a few hundred times oh yeah a few hundred times every other episode I think yeah uh, but you brought up one of the games which uh, naturally drew SNES versus Mega Drive comparison yeah another game which did the same was Aladdin yes <laughs> so uh, the Disney games are like that's another thing that I really liked about the the Mega Drive um, was the sheer amount of Disney games, and it even started in the Master System. Did you ever play Castle of Illusion? Mm. Yeah, that was really really cool, and it was so yeah. creepy, and and yet it was Disney as well. Um, that's well worth a revisit. Is there a Castle of Illusion level in Kingdom Hearts? If not, there really should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember if it was visited. I was so disappointed with Epic Mickey and Epic Mickey 2. I, um, I just remembered the hype. That this was like. The hype started when we were like starting the blog as well with Epic Mickey. Yeah, because it was. was it Warren Specht was involved and, and it, they really created this narrative of like this. You know, this auteur who, who has this deep respect for the. Disney history and Oswald the Rabbit and it was going to be you know oh, great Warren Spectre epic Mickey and it came out and just was not very good uh, let alone it got a I think got a handheld yeah. yeah Disney and um, Warner Brothers got really good outings on um, uh, Mega Drive yeah and Quackshot brilliant with the um Shooting plumbers, plungers. <laughs> yes, yes. Mechanic. 
Um, Aladdin was great. Uh, Tailspin. Various Mickey games. Yeah. Um, and then on the Warner Brothers side, Tasmania, Taz Escape from Mars, and Daffy Duck in Hollywood. Yes. Uh, yeah. All of which were good. And all of which were, <laughs> again, solid. Difficult games. I, you know, I remember That's the we, thing, yes, they were all we played, really, really hard games. And Castle We played Marie, Aladdin. You, you um, get lost you know, in it, you know? Past, past the pad for Aladdin is that difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't play this anymore. You try and get past this bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those were the worst. Because, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you fuck this flying car. Ooh. It was before we were saying, fuck, really. (laughs) Flip this this flying carpet level, you have a go. Um, Gosh darn it, this is hard. (laughs) With the the, uh, MIDI versions of the the theme tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great. Great platforming games um, from both. And I fondly remember those. Uh, say, I lost the way after that. Um, Micro Machines. I don't know if you ever played Micro Machines. Um, I did. Um, but it was, it was one of those ones where uh, my friend who had the Mega Drive. Yeah. He practiced it an awful lot, so it was kind of a case of <laughs> when I played it. Yeah. I was never ever going to be as good as him. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of like the the Red Queen situation, and Micro Machines is one of those games where you can get better. There's no forgiveness level there. There's like you will be stuck behind everybody else, whilst the AI keeps up with the person you know in first place. Yeah. Yeah. Catch up mechanics don't exist. You just need to get good. Um. There's <laughs> no blue shells there's no stars to, to get back to the front it's just yeah so yeah yeah um i liked it but it was also a point of frustration as well yeah i mean microsoft is great we talked about this before but they had those j carts where they had controller ports in them yep, so you could uh, yeah plug into it yeah plug into them and then in later games you could play eight players so you'd, you'd share a pad um particularly chaotic like i said earlier we got micro machines micro machines 2 turbo tournament turbo tournament 96 and micro machine military didn't play that last one um and it was just really fun uh, partly for the novelty of uh you know racing around the breakfast table yeah but as you mentioned i think this is the first one there was a single player mode uh and there was a big do you remember we used to get these collection trays for your micro machines you know, look like a big ice cube tray and yeah, yeah, yeah. put your cars in and so in the single player the aim was to keep winning races and then you'd fill out this collection tray uh, i think this is an original uh and it was fucking hard <laughs> really really hard uh to play single player um cause my, my brother was like a racing game Fiend. Um, and I think this is probably one of the few racing games that actually defeated him because you just had to keep going and going and going. And as you mentioned, you know, the AI would run 
uh, a really tight line and it's certainly in the early micro machines um, it's a bit more forgiving when it came to v3 on the, on the playstation you know you're racing around a, a breakfast table you know so the, there's cheerios which make the outside of the ring and the physics were such that if you're driving around and you hit i don't know a bourbon or normally it's like a spoon hanging yeah, out yeah, yeah 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 um, you just, you know, that was you lost. Yeah, because <laughs> you slid out. And, and there were and so then, many games like yeah. that, even on the Amiga and, and the SNES as well, where it was just like the racing game was, you have to be better or as good as the AI. We're yeah. going to make them just a little fraction slower, but they're going to do a perfect line. Yeah, don't fuck up. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, and the only advantage you had over them is you know, basically jostled them off the course yeah you you could do things to mess them up yeah yeah um but then you had to race the perfect line <laughs> forevermore yeah. yeah uh are we on to honorable mentions now yeah let's just run the honorable mentions uh i mean you talk about nfl don't you mean madden no nhl i said oh nhl ah oh, okay, yeah cool yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh we we were always a from downtown nice of the two of the two <laughs> sports that make no sense in this country yeah. we were always uh hockey fans rather than football yeah. fans. it was my it's actually my brother had two games he had sonic one and um a madden and i remember playing both whilst eating for the first time in my life pizza hut meat feast pizza oh man you were yeah. you were you were firmly in the 90s yeah firmly firmly in the 90s sitting there cross-legged and in front of a CRTV CRT TV and I was having a go at Madden and having no clue what was going on yeah, no idea you can't even brute force that game just to say hi that one you know no, you can't. I had the same, same experience recently I thought I'm going to play yeah, I'm going to play through all those NES games on Nintendo Switch um, and so eventually you come across I think it's Tecmo Bowl yep and it's impenetrable you know your first screen is like a diagram of eight different formations like I don't what is this what does this mean is it like you know someone once I... broke it down how how to play these um uh these games and yeah. it, it, it made sense when they explained it to me think of it as a mixture of chess and football so in chess what you want to do is you want to try uh, you want to make a play and that's the thing so you're you're choosing the play that you want to do and how well you execute that will move you slightly further up the field yeah and that's, so the counter about... to that is how you can make a play to try and push further in the other direction counter those plays and that that's where it gets there and understanding that from any high level that isn't just a gamer jumping into it is completely unreasonable you know <laughs> but it, it it doesn't make for a good sport to watch let alone <laughs> play on a sim yeah i i like it because what, what it does mean is it's not the players just randomly kicking a ball to each other and hoping for the best the plays that are getting called means that the manager slash coach person is actually the smart person who's playing the chess it's yeah. the people with the physical prowess 
They just have to do it the way he says. And that, six, that, that gave six me, hours. Yeah, that, that's what, that gave me a better, deeper understanding or appreciation for American football over, say, rugby and football. Um, whereas we think of it as a dumb sport. And I can't believe that the casual American, as we would expect it, understands these plays, <laughs> understands these rules. Like, I, I, you know, we have, like, the offside rule, which yeah. everybody jokes, oh, nobody understands it. It's like, this is a game of nothing but fucking offside rules. And we make fun of Americans for being stupid. You know? Yeah. yeah. At least a football match is over in 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Average, no, no, yeah, yeah. The average NFL game takes three hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get the halftime like... shows and people are into it and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. yeah. But no wonder there's like 400 people in the squad. Anyway, um, yeah, never, never. NHL we liked, and and I think it was during the Mega Drive era, uh, where you know they modelled, they started to model the, maybe it was even earlier, but you yeah. have fights, you know. So they actually modelled the fights into the game. Um, oh, that's just, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> you got fun. some like. Pixel thing of somebody bashing their face into the wall. Yeah, well, you know, it, becomes, it becomes like a hockey game, and then every now and then it becomes a really, really bad beat em up. Yeah. Where you've basically got three opportunities to punch them in the face, and you both end up in the sin bin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the sports games, and of course, that was the advent of E8 Sports. Yeah. PGA was that another EA Sports yep, game? Yep, yep. It wasn't um, until the PlayStation, though, that you got, like, the the pro golf ones. Um, and you actually got, like, Peter Alice doing the um, the voiceovers and stuff like that. Really enjoyed those games. I seem to remember that EA, towards the end, had funny cartridges. Um, with, like... Yeah, they did. They had cartridges with the yellow um, tag on the corner. Do you remember those? No. What did the yellow tag do? I don't know. It was just a different cartridge. Oh, right. Okay. Cool. Um, maybe, it Gen- maybe it was a Genesis one. Like yeah. Anyway. I, I only ever saw it on the EA. Uh, do you have any more honourable mentions? Um... There's one um, which I, I have a fair uh, love for, uh, the Bonanza Brothers. Okay. Did you, did you ever play that one? No, I didn't. So Bonanza Brothers was, like, they were two basically like minions. One short one, one long one. Um, and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you talk about these before? No. Oh, my God, that's so familiar, but I've never actually play the game. I think I think I have talked about this before. Um I bet we've done a Mega Drive podcast before and we're all <laughs> <laughs> just every time we do it I remember it gets slightly worse. Yeah, worse. yeah 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 <laughs> but <laughs> um we'll start talking about the menacer again. Um no uh, yeah so basically it's two guys that um, are trying to rob uh, banks or buildings and you're You've got to co-op um, this entire game, and you have to like startle the police and hide from them. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really good co-op fun. 
Um, but it's hard as well. So it's it, it's it's well worth um, worth playing at some point. Do they... Yeah, I'd love to. It looks great. <laughs> it really does. It kind of has that spy versus spy feel. Yes, exactly top, that. Top I think it was a, a, a sort of a play on spy versus spy. Yeah. And I love the models. They look like the, the guys from the Dire Straits video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> yeah. If those guys were made of Lego. Um, what were their names? Do you remember? Uh... B -b Bo and Bonanza? I don't know. Mobo and Robo. Mobo and Robo. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't remember off the top of my head. Like, I don't think I even delved into the backstory of them. But, yeah. Great. Oh, I bet it wasn't whatever it was, 6425. Yeah. Uh, you are the space carrier. Cool. Good shout. I'd like to give that a try. I wonder, is that one of the ones that's made it onto the um, the Switch? Probably not. No. I think it's cool. It's a park. Online car. Mm. Um, no, my other honourable mentions. Um, they're all there um, that we talked about. That's it from me, really. What about you? My honourable mentions are... Uh, <laughs> these are all different flavours of platformers. Cool Spot, which we talked about extensively. Yeah. Uh, corporate icon. Um, Earthworm Jim and Earthworm Jim 2. Um, uh, although, sadly, it's been somewhat undermined by its creator being a not very nice person. But at the time, the Earthworm Jim games were great. And the cartoon, in my mind, the cartoon came out way, way, way after Earthworm Jim the games did. And that was even. That was, yeah, that was between Earthworm Jim and 1 and 2, wasn't it? I don't, uh, I don't know, because he drew quite heavily, you know, Dr. Rope, fish for a head. I, I, I don't know about the creator being a very nice person. Is it something we want to talk about in the podcast? Uh, no, uh, no. It's just been cancelled, um, but okay. I think appropriately. Uh, but yeah, Earthworm Jim, great games, um, partly for really fucking with the format, um, with their boss fights, one level you'll turn into blind cave salamander quiz at the end uh, questions made no sense um, <laughs> really really fun and the cartoon was equally um off the wall Bonk, wacky yeah. Yeah. wacky yeah um uh jurassic park a couple of really decent jurassic yeah, park yeah. games um again super solid in the way that they were so uh, stupidly hard and again there were 2d platformers and you're just running, running away from horrible raptors. Yeah, and then you know, one level was set on a river, and so you were hopping on and off this boat, um, which was a real pain in the ass. We got to the end level where you're on the skeleton above the T-Rex, and we could never get any further. And this is pre us being able to look up how you did it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we never, never finished it. Um, oh. Yeah, um, just quite really difficult. Uh, Moonwalker. Yes, yep. Um, you know, who knew that a music video for Smooth Criminal could inspire an entire game and that that game wouldn't be well, up the trash? No, it, it's a movie. Oh, is it? Yeah, Moonwalker is a movie. Sorry, Michael Jackson. He turns into a car, as in he turns into a oh, sort of transformer. Oh, yeah. We definitely had this discussion. Yeah. Before. We've definitely made this podcast, <laughs> haven't we? <laughs> I told us about the game. 
<laughs> you tell me it's a film. He turns into a car. I go, wow. Who knew? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this, <laughs> this time also season been... three of TGM. The you know what he got? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Moonwalker and Earthworm Jim episode again. <laughs> uh, and what game are we talking about, Richie? We're talking about Mortal Kombat 3 this time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then the last game I wanted to mention was Green Dog, which we've also talked about before. Um, yeah, just cool different ways of being. What, um, what game, sorry? Green Door? Green Dog. Green Dog. Yeah. Now, see, see, I don't even remember us talking about that. We definitely have done the Mega Drive uh, podcast. <laughs> we before. talked about it when we were talking about Cool Spot because um, Green Dog and Cool Spot are yes. two corners yes. of the yes. triangle of. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, sprite trying to take over the world. Click, click, click. Uh, yeah. And then I wanted to finish on games that I never played but I always wanted to. Um, they've always been on my wish list and uh, I never got around to it. Desert Strike was one of those. I was obsessed with oh Desert Strike. Oh my god, yeah, Desert Strike. You never played it? No, I always wanted it. And then um, again, I think it was in Blockbuster one week and it wasn't ever then again. And I used to fantasize and dream about it all um, of those games were great the desert, desert strike, strike jungle strike uh, urban strike yeah they were all really really good i think actually desert strike all right don't rub it in i've just said i wanted to play and didn't <laughs> yeah well <laughs> yeah they were really really good <laughs> really really good I can't oh man i'd really hate good. it if i hadn't played desert strike because they were great games <laughs> <laughs> All right, I get it. How much of a dick would you have to be to not play <laughs> Desert Strike? God, it's, it's been 40 years. Get yourself a copy because they're really good. Um, <laughs> I don't think they stand the test of time, I'll be honest with you. I think, uh, nah. Um, like, the the memory that I have of it, um, and then looking at a screenshot, I'm just like, oh, that is so ugly. I imagine it's probably a much harder game than yeah. <laughs> it's They're very brown. Yeah, but yeah, 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 maybe maybe it's worth having a go actually. Oh no! Let's give get the emulator out when you're round next. Um, Fancy Star. Unfortunately, I've, I've tried. Yeah, I started Fancy Star. Yeah. Two, a couple of times, and it's just I've missed the boat. Um, absolutely, one of those big. It's like. Uh, yeah, it's like all of the RPGs that they just dump on um, the, the the Nintendo Switch store as well. Like, here have Breath of uh, Fire uh, one and two. And yeah. Okay, both of those games are two hundred plus hours alone. <laughs> right. Fine. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like I say, I tried it, and uh, it was, which is a shame because. People love Fancy Star. It's still going. Um, my, again, my brother was has been a huge fan since Dreamcast, the first online one. Um, Comic Zone. Yes. Um, I'm really interested. Yeah, played that one. Um, I think it's one of those games that I was trying to unlock on the Sonic collection, but you have to, I don't know, beat all the Sonic games in one life or something. It's a bit silly. Um, there's another one with a robot, and I'm trying to remember its name. God oh, you damn have to it. collect frisbees. 
maybe, yeah. Yeah, with Bill's thing, you have to click Brisbane. Was it, it was more of a side-scrolling beat-em-up thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. co-op. Yeah. I know the one. It's on the it's on the Megalog um, collection. Yeah. And then, last but not least, um, I'd love to give Syndicate on Megalog Oh, right, okay. Yeah? Yeah, just to see. Because it was tough enough on the PlayStation when you had... Buttons. I mean, I, again, I, I was very lucky because I played that on the Amiga, so it was mouse yeah. and keyboard. Much, yeah. much, much, much easier to play. Um, but I, how you do that with three buttons? Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to know. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Cool. That's that's my uh, that's my wish list for the microphone. Cool. I think Desert Strike is something we should definitely um, look into and see if we can get running. Oh no, uh, fuck that. Bonanza Bros. All the way. Bonanza Brothers. And, uh, I want to give Space Harrier a go as well. <laughs> well, let's start with Space Harrier. And yeah. after five minutes of us both dying 400 times. Yeah. We'll do Bonanza Brothers. Realise yeah. that we are not in sync at all. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, finish off with some desert strike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some napalm for break for dessert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess uh, ending the Mega Drive. Uh, I didn't touch. Ooh, oh, oh, item. Um, I didn't <laughs> touch. Uh, the Sega CD or the Saturn. Barely touched the Dreamcast, and then that was it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I had the the Dreamcast, but yeah, I skipped the in between bits because they were expensive consoles. That's the thing. Yeah. Was, yeah. That was the thing for us as well. Um, starting with the the Sega CD, um, is it was just getting more and more expensive, and yeah. quite hard to get hold of games, um, and. Uh, there was no, nothing that really suggested that you have to have this. Um, especially not when compared with the PlayStation. Uh, yeah, where games were nowhere near as expensive in my mind. Nah. I mean, like, yeah, the SNES and the Mega Drive both had very expensive games. Mm-hmm. Everything else was much cheaper. The Amiga was like a tenner. You know, yeah. so for the same title. So yeah, that's our, that's our one last uh, foray. I wouldn't really say I'm a Sega fanboy, but it's definitely formative console chops for on. Yeah, well, like, as you probably alluded to in the, in the start of this, was like I was a Nintendo boy. Yeah, through yeah. and through. So my my dabbling with the other side was just boring. <laughs> somebody's gone solo, or being around at somebody's house who had it, or you know visiting somebody who you know had those games or that system, feeling the control and thinking, oh, this is different from the snares. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, let's uh, let's bring this one to a close. Yeah. Um, and apologise for this being at a hundred minutes long. Oh Christ! 
That's longer than some movies, Farley. Uh, definitely not worth it. Yeah, definitely not worth it. Uh, Got this far, well done. Yeah, yeah, well done. Bonus content to all the people who've made it to this point. Congratulations for putting up with our inane drivel for a hundred minutes. Yeah, and Richie's going to um, round off the podcast with uh, recounting a sonnet as he was once told upon the main streets of Scotland. The uh, story of Space Harrier 2 in medieval song. No, I'm not. That guy's a maniac. What about me? Hi, welcome to the fuck. <laughs>